Welcome to We Drink and We Know Things, a weekly podcast doused in alcohol and lit with knowledge. Clinkies! Hello. Hello. What up, everybody? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth intro for number 62. I literally forgot first episode of season two. Of 20. 2021. Hope ends up being a much better year than 2020. Man, I think everybody could agree to that shit. <laughs> Holy smokes. Man, so um I'm Tom. I'm Andrea. We're, we we got to be better about that. We yeah, can't we do the fucking podcast. We just assume everybody knows who we are already. We're not just the Lamborghinis, all 10 people that listen. To <laughs> so, well, if you are new here, yeah, this now is, you know who we are. Yeah. <laughs> this is the podcast where I tell Andrea a story that she's not familiar with, and she tells me a story that I'm not familiar with. Yeah. And we drink while we do it. Yeah. We talk about all kinds of things, like... Uh, Spooky stuff and ghosts and haunted people, uh, murder, and also oddities. We've been getting really into like some odd shit in the world. Yeah, the world is a crazy fucking place. It really is. What are you drinking? I'm not your usual Bud Light. No, I have a weakness for Bud Light (laughs) that is hard to explain because. I, I don't honestly know why, but once I crack that first Bud Light, yep, I time travel and there's a fucking, our whole house is covered in beer cans. So, uh, yep. I think that's called blacking out. I think it's, <laughs> <laughs> but so I'm taking a little hiatus from the brewskis right now. I'm drinking some Cabernet Sauvignon. I got my huge. The you the rosé. Should we do a bit of a clinky? We can try. Yeah, I've got a nice little ceramic thing here. Huh? Hey, all right. Could you hear it? Yeah, what's the bad was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I have like... I am like, just realized how gross this glass is that I'm That's drinking a, out of. You've been drinking out of that for days. I really have, because it's like it's a good. Um, it's a what is it? Actually, who doesn't matter? Because they don't sponsor us. No, nobody, it, nobody. First, for a record, nobody fucking. It's one of the ones us. that like keeps your wine really, really cold. Keeps it cold. And it doesn't have a stem because I tend to be really fucking You're clumsy. You're terrible at stemmed glass. And I, I, that's <laughs> why you do that. You never drink out of stemmed glassware anymore because you'd be knocking well, them over. I don't like to drink cold wine out of stemless because yeah. it you're, when you hold it, it makes the wine get warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with these, it's, it's stemless science. and it keeps it cold. So I don't uh-huh. have to worry about that. So every year, <laughs> you get a Disney wine glass. It's Pretty the much. around the world. Yeah, from Epcot. Epcot it's, wine They're glass. super cute. And she breaks it every. I think I've had year. like I think you've had four or five. Like of them, yeah, easily. So I'm actually really happy that I'm going back because I'm gonna get another. Time one. Time to get another one. Time to re up, motherfuckers. And then I'm just gonna get a backup one, and then I'm just gonna not use them. Is there a subscription box for this <laughs> one particular wine glass? Oh, I'll be sad if they don't have it anymore. I think it's like a staple that they Man, keep there. Yeah, I hope so for you. I really do. Yeah. Um. You want to? Can we? Can I just touch on? How <laughs> I know what you're ridiculous my day was. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Just for like the first, I don't know, hour. It and was half like that most my day. I don't even know if you'll catch this reference, but it was like the most recent episode of Wandavision, where they're in the bus and they get a red light. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Which I was gonna mention that we only have two episodes of that left. <gasps> if, hope... are you, if y'all are watching that, hit us up. I want to talk about it. Yeah, Wandavision, hit us up, man. Uh, so. I've been trying to get up earlier and, and get ready. And you've been and doing do better, a banger of a job. Especially because I'm getting ready to be having to get up super early on this trip and stuff. So yeah. I'm like, okay, get up. 
and I've been doing like my makeup in the car on the way to work, which is like, I got to stop doing super that. Super safe. Super safe. <laughs> so super safe. I got up and I got ready, got my makeup on. The minute I, I step out of the house, it starts pouring down rain. I'm like, yeah. cool. It didn't okay. even rain at work today. Yeah, me. it didn't rain out at our work yeah. either. So I was like, okay, didn't even know it was supposed to rain today. So I get in the car, you know, I, I'm going down, boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. And so I go to get on the expressway and I get like a little bit up the ramp and I see it's like dead stopped. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. All right. Am I going to back my ass out this on ramp right now? And then now? she proceeded to back that ass up. <laughs> I did. I backed it out. I thought out. that was very out of character for you. That's not something you would typically do. I just did not want to sit in that traffic. Yeah. And I didn't know how long it was going to be, if it was a wreck or construction or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, all right, fingers crossed nobody starts coming up this ramp. And just fucking. And so I did. And like I got out and I guess they the people who were about to pass the ramp had gotten a stoplight yeah so yeah. i was able to get out and i was like oh go, go, go. and then this other car almost hit me Jeez. so see that's a part of the story that's new for me you didn't tell me that yeah, piece earlier yeah 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 and then i'm like okay i typically bring lunch to work i'm like okay since i have to go the back way um i'll go to wendy's because i'm passing a wendy's i don't normally pass Wendy's. love some wendy's so i call and i get everybody's order i have it all written out in a little notepad on my phone because everybody wants something different sure and I get to Wendy's. I'm like, there's no line. It was like noon. I'm like, there's there's always a line right. at Wendy's this time of day. Oh, come up. And I get to the drive through and I'm like, okay, yeah. Um, he's like, hi. He actually's like, he's like, can I get your order? Um, actually, I our systems are down, so I'm not gonna be able to get your order for at least like 15 minutes if you want to wait. I was like, uh. um, okay. So I leave and call and my dad and I'm like, all right, I guess I'm just going to go somewhere else. Wendy's is out. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go to Burger King. I know what everybody pretty much eats there. So I go the usual back way. Yep. Hit a roadblock. Yeah. The road just full ass <laughs> turned off. Locked off. Cannot use so like, the road. Okay. So I turn around and go There's a completely conspiracy. another so way There's around. somebody doing something they didn't want you to know anything about. The minute I left the roadblock. My gaslight came on. This is some Truman shit. I was like, what the fuck? So I go and I get gas and then I get to Burger King. I order the food and I'm like, you know what? This may sound stupid, but I've never had a Whopper. You never had a Whopper? No. And so I was like, they have a thing called a Whopper Junior. Sure. I'm familiar. I'm very familiar with the Whopper Junior. That sounds like more of something I can consume. A Whopper is going to be too big for me. Just a little guy. You know what? I'm going to. I'm gonna try a Whopper Junior. It's the right? it's the Burger Prince. With cheese. So yeah, ooh, girl. And then my phone goes off during our podcast. <laughs> no, and so I order that, and I'm like, I see on their website that they've got these new cheese tots. So I'm like, oh, do you guys have the cheese tots? And he was like, no, we don't. And I was like, of course they don't. I pull up to the window, and he's like, yeah, we're gonna get those tomorrow. Like, of course of you are, bud. Of course. Bye. So I get to work. I start taking all the food out. Is my Whopper Junior in there? Is it in there? No. Come it on. Wasn't. Come on. Terrible. Yeah. That's terrible. It was just like a series of just like, what's uh, the it's fuck? Almost, it was a series of unfortunate events. I was so annoyed. Yeah. I would have been too. I would have already just quit. I would have yeah. been like, I'm fucking going home. I I'm mean, not dealing with this. It legit took me like an hour and a half at least to get from And you even got an earlier start than mm-hmm. usual. Terrible. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But then I got to see my niece, so that's all good. A little squeech. Yep. Her a little, little chunky squeech. butt. Oh man! So we've been spending our time. We so we have true or false. We have every streaming s- service pretty much. Yeah, we have fucking all of it, and so we have pretty much the spectrum of television that we could watch. <laughs> I think we mentioned this. Yeah, and 
we've been fucking watching guys' grocery <laughs> games. Guy Fieri. Guys' grocery games, you guys. We, honest it's to so God, good. Whoa, we've been, that was a lot of G's. That was a lot of G's. But we've been, bin- oh my God, we've been binging it. Yeah. We really There's like 23 randomly. fucking seasons and we just been, gr- we're both chefs now. I randomly just had fat, like it was on one day when I was like cleaning around the house <laughs> and I was like, what is this show? I thought it was like in my head. I was like, is this like a new supermarket sweep? Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of like that. I mean, it's got some similar vibes, some vibes, but they didn't cook yeah. on supermarket sweep. They just no, stopped. No, I mean it's fucking dope. But it's so good. It's so fun. And it's it's like, fun. I don't it's know why people hate on fun. guy. He's don't so, hate on guy. He's so cute. Three, and then you can maybe do it in two, two uh, or one, you can give it a shot in one. Go. I don't know who's gonna go. Yeah, yeah he does this little antic where he has uh, to say three, two, one, stupid. go. He, I enjoy it because of how much he enjoys it. Yeah, and like that's when they can like go off to do their different like games, and they do cook every time too. And I love I love like culinary yeah. cooking shows. I've been in the restaurant industry like my whole fucking life, so I just have an appreciation for that. But he plays around with them, and like he'll like yeah. say like three, two, one, go in a way where they don't realize he said it, and they'll all just be standing there, and the time's already started, and he's just like, oh, <laughs> he fucking gotcha. Lives, he lives for it. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, so funny. Silly. But what if you a want guy. a lighthearted cooking game yeah. show. It's super cute. And if, fun. if you haven't, it's on the Hulu. Yeah. All of it. We've just We're going to do a Twitch it. stream soon. We've been messing around with thinking about doing a Twitch stream. We're going to do a Twitch stream of us just watching Guy Fieri. <laughs> I don't think that would be wise. No. Oh, I'm just over oh here. shit. Somebody, somebody, I think in the Facebook group, uh, which we started recently, We Drink and We Know Things podcast on Facebook, said they would be down for a D&D live stream. Oh, hell no. Yeah, they said they would be down. Oh, no. We're doing it. Roll for know. initiative, motherfuckers! We get like twenty-five more people. <laughs> but uh, we have been thinking about doing like some, some other stuff. Uh, some visual type. Yeah, us watching stuff. Get all gussied up and hang out. Yeah, just I'll just get like heels and full makeup and hair to sit on the couch and watch a movie. And I will wear this exact thing, my Big Lebowski fit that I wear all the time. <laughs> is that is that a Big Lebowski fit? Not at all. I don't have a bathrobe on. Yeah, I'm drinking wine. I'm not a white Russian, so. I've never seen the Big Lebowski. What? <laughs> yeah. You know this. What? You know I've never seen the Big Lebowski. Really? Yeah. I honestly didn't know that you did. That's like that's like you almost having not seen Rocky. I haven't. I know. <laughs> Those are my favorite some of my favorite movies. Uh, we should watch the Big Lebowski sometimes. I've been yeah. dropping no wonder you've been laughing at my Big Lebowski references our whole relationship. That well, makes so much more sense now. Yeah, my bad. Common you are. Uh is that was that one? It might have been. Oh, fun. You're out of your element. Mm. You're out of your element, Donnie. Uh, uh, oh, jeez. Uh, we did a mutual Barack Obama huh right there. <laughs> huh? Oh. I, so, we've been running our mouths for a good little while. Yeah. We could probably tell some stories. That's what we're here to do. Sure. I think I go first this week. I think I'm ready. You go first. Yeah. All right. Let's do this thing. Woohoo. Oh. What was that? I don't know. <laughs> the cat meowed at it. That was perfect timing. <laughs> good job. Now, you understand timing. All right. So, this week... It's my turn to go first. Yeah, we just said that. Oh, fuck, we did? Mm-hmm. Shit. I'm already deep in my cups, it <laughs> seems. Okay, so this week I'm going to tell you a story about a man named John Alexander Lawson. Okay. And this story was uh, shown to me by a good friend of the show named uh, Ryan Wesley Jones. Nice. He's a homie, he's a listener, and he uh, sent me the link. Yeah, so that chick that does the YouTube where she, like, does her makeup. Yeah. She covered this. Uh-huh. 
And I'd also seen this was a, the um, ooh, ooh, ooh. this That's was exciting. a yeah this yeah so kind of out of my wheelhouse typically mm-hmm. but this was also the focus of a Vice Land documentary called The Devil You Know. Aww. So here we go. I feel like I'm gonna know who this is once you get into it. But Probably I know it off the top he of my head. this guy this guy this fucking guy. He was born John Alexander Lawson on the 12th of August. Are you done fiddling with that? Jesus. Uh, it, wasn't, it didn't feel like it was in a good spot. It looks good now. Okay, I think it's better now. All right. <clears throat> I'll begin again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he was born John Alexander Lawson on August 12th, 1978. Okay. He was raised in San Francisco. San Fran? San Fran. Mm, like San Diego, but the French, the French version. Francisco. Francisco, yes, a lot of, lot of, lot of big bridge. Oh, I was, I was doing it from Elf. I was doing it from Anchorman. Francisco. So same dude. Go. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, same dude. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so his Facebook page mentioned that he attended Sonoma Valley High School. His Facebook page. Where he was born in '78. They didn't have it then, but it came out later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. So yeah, okay. like, so like, he grew up. Right, and then Facebook happened, and he was like, "Oh, right." I know. I'm trying to. I'm trying oh. to pinpoint like. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're start. You're doing. You're you're doing a detective. Like, what is that? This is me thinking. Like, <laughs> if you want, he's to... got. He's got a. That was a Scott Pilgrim reference yep, yep, for yep. the record. Um. No, I don't know. Just continue. Well done. <laughs> uh, so his parents were Cynthia Lawson and Timothy J. Lawson. They got married 1971. Before relocating to Forsyth County, North Carolina, where they got divorced in 1990. Oh, okay. So my man was, what, like 12 years old? Cynthia and her son continued to live in North Carolina while Timothy, who was the father, moved back to California in 1998. Cynthia... Okay. I'm sorry? I'm trying to... Saying the dates the correct way so I can actually oh, figure out where yeah. you're oh, at. Well, I had said it was 1998. <laughs> Cynthia remarried to a Tennessee native named Johnny Larry James. He has three first names. Yeah. That's never good. The couple and Cynthia's son, who is our guy John Alexander Lawson. Um, he also has, well, two first. That's John Alexander. No, okay. There never mind. Never, never mind. Never born mind. Named Lawson you're right. As their first name. Uh, it's 2021. I bet there's a Lawson. There's a Q in it now, though. <laughs> uh, so they lived in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. It was in this house that the alleged gruesome crimes by John Lawson were perpetrated. Okay. And it was also where he would take a new name. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Uh, have a great week. We'll see you next time. Uh, in the two decades after his parents' divorce, John Lawson set himself on an ab- fire. Oh, how did you fucking know? <laughs> I don't know. What the? Fuck? Just took a, a the pause. Hu- I and that's like the story of the human torch. <laughs> no, um, his path became very dark, very terrible. Okay. He goes on a dark path. So he drops out of high school and he changes his name to Pazazu Ila Algarad. I'm sorry? I'm excited to say it again. <laughs> Pazazu Ila Algarad. Okay. Yeah. And call him Zazu. <laughs> turned into, yeah, that works. <laughs> and turned himself into a vowed Satanist and drug dealer. Great. 
Okay. It's gonna. This is. Yep. Gonna be a good path. <laughs> what is just a Satanist and a drug dealer? What could go wrong? <laughs> Pazuzu. What a. What a. Is that like a specific? Is the name okay, right. of the king of demons in ancient Mesopotamian mythology and heavily featured. Heavily. Heavily <laughs> featured in pop culture, oh. most prominently in the Exorcism or the Exorcist universe. Uh, so I guess it's in that fucking movie. Okay. Under his newly made up identity, Algara. It's not really made up. No. I mean, he put the words together. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> give Pizzazu some fucking. <laughs> no, don't go. Don't give him any credit. Uh, He's not our buddy. Oh, no. Algarad, which is Pizzazu, claimed to be of Iraqi descent with a Satanist mother. Which is. Not true. Not true. This is in like 2002. When this happens, so this is kind of on the the heels of 9-11. Okay. Where being necessarily, maybe being Islamic or Muslim, unfortunately, was kind of right. a scary notion. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of disinformation. Everybody thought everybody was a terrorist. For sure. Terrible time. Yeah. Um, and so I think that his mentality kind of comes from that. It's said that he wanted to kind of create his own religion, almost. Um, hmm. Which kind of tethered together Satanism and Islam, mm-hmm. but only out of only for like fear mongering, only to like stress people out. Jeez. So definitely nothing against yeah. Muslim folk. He's uh, just a douche. He was just a fucking asshole. Yeah. Well, we don't know yet. We'll get to it. Sounds maybe I mean, he based turns off it around. Of what you just said doesn't sound like very good. Yeah. So he was definitely really into like shock. Oh, I guess he would have had, like, what, MySpace at this point? Yeah, everything references Facebook, which is weird. Like, we'll, re- well, I'll reference Facebook again. Because um, we didn't, we, when did Facebook come about? I don't even know. Like, late man, in our high school. I was already out of high school when Facebook dropped. Yeah. It was like. It had to be like, oh, When I joined seven. Facebook, you still had to say, like, what finance, or what, like, school you went to. Because it was originally, like, for colleges. Mm, mm-hmm. So, like, you had to be invited to Facebook. I've seen when the I... social network, but I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. It was a long fucking time ago. Um, so, for a brief time, he tried to market himself as an Iraqi Muslim, especially on Facebook. Uh, but he was not a practitioner of Iraqi culture or the Islamic faith. So, don't get it twisted. Jeez. Dude was not really a Muslim mm-hmm. by any stretch of the term. Instead, he... he well, he's a Satanist. Yeah, he proclaimed himself to be... Kind of like a Charles Manson, Aleister Crowley type oh, of character, God. Okay. which I've always wanted to cover. Crowley, we just haven't; it just hadn't happened yet. But that wasn't really what fucked people up the most about him because he was very vocal about this stuff. His jagged teeth Ew. were reportedly filed down to sharp <gasps> points with Ew. a Dremel, so like one of those like no, no, tools no, no, no. that you use, like small. Sa- yeah, shaved his teeth down to uh points so he had like sharp yeah. teeth yeah was it like all of them or just like vampire I, ones? to what i to what i'm aware of it's like everything you could see were like sharp fucking i hate it they i mean there is a documentary about this on viceland as well no i'm like wondering if i know what it is i just don't if you know i, off of I the wanted name. to show you his picture but i feel like you would know the story the minute i showed it to you hmm. he was covered in face tats he has all these crazy face tattoos. Oh my god! There it is. Okay. Wait. Oh my. Wait. You're what, babe? This is a huge story. It's not that huge. I mean, there's a lot to unbox. I I think I know what you're talking about. Does he have like scars too? 
Yeah, probably. This guy was fucked up. I'm like, yeah. Oh my god. I think I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about now. I don't. So, I don't know a lot about it. It's one that I've always really wanted yeah, to look into. I, and I know there's a podcast. I think I wouldn't doubt it if I'm thinking correctly. That goes like deep into it. That everybody's like the man with um, many faces or something like this. No, I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so. Okay, okay, then I'm thinking of something different. So this dude, he yeah, he had crazy fucking face tattoos. They look like prison tats. I like, still feel all, like I might know who it is. I just might be thinking all, of more well, than one person. I've, I've told you his name, Sean Lawson. Um, Pazazu. <laughs> his name is Pazuzu. Pazuzu. Actually, I was fucking it up. It's Pazuzu. Okay, yeah, I think I'm thinking of somebody different. Uh, so he shaved his teeth down Ugh. to points. He also got his tongue split down the middle to look like Ugh. a snake's tongue. Ow. He had it fucking. That's gotta be so. I can't imagine painful. the pain. I can't fucking imagine. Like, I can't even stand having a canker sore in my tongue. Yeah, dude. He also had like demonic the healing process for that. Oh. Fuck. And keep, how do you keep it from going back together? Dude. I have no idea. Probably it. like sever something. It just yeah. doesn't go back together. Fucked up. I hate it. I hate it too. He also had tattoos, like demonic tattoos tattooed on his tongue. Oh. Yeah, after the split, he got like shit tattooed on his tongue. Which would wear away over time, but like, Still, fucking hell, yeah. Ew. It's just a way to be like, I'm going to stick up my weird tongue and then it's also going to be tattooed. Yeah. So... His former schoolmates said that his kind of how he got into all this shit was after he began doing drugs. Okay, well, that makes sense. His his eccentric nature was only magnified by his claims that he could control the weather like the demon Pazuzu of legend, as well as his attempts at black magic. Okay. So when the Church of Satan philosophy? Philosophy. Philosophy uh, became too tame for his tastes. Allegard began indulging in more hardcore and violent Satanism rituals. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. So Allegard's run-ins with the law indicate his troubled history. In 2008, he was convicted of larceny, for which he was put on parole. In 2011, he was convicted of a misdemeanor assault for putting his mother in a chokehold. Oh, okay. That's Cynthia. Let's keep in mind. Let's keep Cynthia in mind. His girlfriend Amber Birch, who I think was quite young, quite quite younger than him, mm-hmm. uh, was also accused in a separate assault on Cynthia. Do you know around the age when he started committing these crimes? Yeah, he was like he was being a fucker for a long time, but like the crime started in two thousand eight, so he would have been like thirty years old. Okay, yeah, he'd have been thirty in two. He was born in nineteen seventy eight, so in two thousand eight, yeah, right, eighty eight, ninety eight. Yeah. 2008, yeah, yeah. Been 30. yeah. So, a year earlier, he was arrested in connection to the shooting death of Joseph Emmerich Chandler, who was 30 years old. What the fuck? Yeah. Emmerich okay. was found dead by the Yadkin River, where Algard, Algarad, forgive me, allegedly indulged in black magic rituals and animal sacrifices. No. Nicholas Pasquale Rizzi was convicted of involuntary manslaughter while Algarad was charged with accessory after the fact of involuntary manslaughter. Algarad was convicted in 2012 and sentenced again to probation. Or parole. Yeah. Wait. He so killed somebody and got parole? He was involved in it and got parole. What the fuck? Yeah, accidental or involuntary manslaughter. Oh, okay. I can, okay, yeah. Oh, he was he was charged as accessory after the fact. Oh, okay. So he was just like in it. Like okay. He was just involved in it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Still not cool. Yeah. So, 
Um, and this dude, I mean, he had all these crazy ass tattoos. What's really prominent is his house where he lived. Yeah. His house was fucking disgusting. Ugh. Yeah. Here we go. So local authorities kept an eye on Algard Algarad after his 2011 conviction. They previously issued a search warrant to investigate the backyard of Algarad's Knob Hill house. However, without sufficient evidence, the investigators didn't know where to look. Wait, why were they going to look in his house? They just, because they think he's up to shit. I don't know exactly what the search warrant was for. Oh. But I think it's probably in regards to what I'm about to say. Even Cynthia, that's his mom, uh-huh. um, sent a tip to the cops. Oh. Saying that her son's girlfriend was had shot a man. What? But it wasn't enough. It still didn't get them, like, to do shit. Jeez. Okay. And, and this dude used to have, like, fucking, he would have... I mean, he was living this hedonistic, crazy fucking lifestyle. Mm-hmm. He was like, di- I'm, I'm pretty sure he was diagnosed as schizophrenic. He was an alcoholic. He had all these different things going on. He had tons of vices. Yeah. Tons of vices. And he would have these huge debaucherous parties. Mm-hmm. And people are like shitting on the floor. And, Ew. You know, just the worst things that you can kind of imagine is kind of like what was going on in this place. Uh and this dude, like, he almost looks like um, Brink in the beginning. Andy the Brink Brinker. I'm sorry. Do not. No, dude looked like him. He had, like, this blonde hair. This, you know, And then when you see him towards... When Eric sh- Von Deaton. Yeah, it's like if Eric Von Deaton became a Satanist. Okay. But not just a Satanist, because nothing against Satanists. So, you like, you were saying, like, believe, he was, like, like, a he, like, was a good-looking... Yeah, he was a fine-looking human. Yeah. And then... Jeez. Went after it so uh his luck ran out october 5th 2014 when the sheriff's county or the the sheriff's office uh assisted by the state bureau of investigation of north carolina um they executed a search warrant and that uncovered shallow graves in the backyard containing skeletal remains oh no so Pazuzu, of humans, human skeletal remains. Oh, it's not a pet cemetery back there. Nobody. Oh no. Nobody. Okay. So he's thirty-five at this point, and his self-proclaimed wife, which is that girl I was talking about, she's twenty-four. So he's eleven years older than her. Oh, okay. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that, but hmm. this guy's fucked up. They were arrested and charged with murder. Ow. They weren't legally married, but he called her his wife. Sorry, I just um, hit my funny bone. <laughs> oh, buddy. There's nothing fun. This is the, this is the heavy shit right yeah. here. Okay. So they said that they'd been married since November 1st, 2009, but there'd never been any kind of official oh, okay. proceedings or anything. Both Algarad and Birch were charged with murder and accessory after the fact. Um, and then this other, this other bird named Crystal Matlock was 28 and she was arrested the following day and charged with accessory after the fact. So being involved. Okay. Right. The victims were initially unidentified, but authorities said that the remains were of people not connected to the house because all kind of motherfuckers were kicking it there. Right. And, and he, he had like this little self-styled religion and he was kind of spitting out this doctrine to people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nuts, dude. Uh, the victims were later identified as two men, uh, Joshua Welzer and Tommy Dean Welch. Aww. Yeah. They were buried in the backyard around five years before they were found. So, dudes, they'd been missing since 2009. Yikes. Yeah. Yowzers. And they don't know who they are? They don't know why he they killed them? Yeah, they don't have any idea as to why they're... We still don't know? Yeah. 
the um, no motive or anything. Oh. You'll see why. Oh, okay. So, um, so the house was owned by Cynthia and her second husband, Johnny, and Algarad was living there with Birch when they were both arrested. Oh, okay. So the Cynthia chick was the one who owned that house. Cynthia's okay, okay, okay. Mo- Cynthia's his mom. Oh, oh. Cynthia's his right. mom. Right. Okay, 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 okay. So before his arrest, Algarad and his house had gained... So she called the police on herself, essentially? On her son. Yeah, but she owned the house. Terrible. Yeah, but he was too much for her to control. He was too much for her to handle. I mean, like, here, let me, t- let me tell you. Uh, so he had gained terrifying notoriety in the neighborhood. Not only was it marred the whole house with satanic symbols, but ridden with signs of demonic practice. The house was rank with the stench of urine, of body Ugh. odor, animal feces, and alcohol. Yikes. Much like its satanist owner. The the house stood out in the neighborhood with its jet black painted front door. Inside, there were pictures of demons, inverted crosses, um, animal carcasses, moldy walls. Cynthia used to live there uh, with her son Birch, with her son Ann Birch, who is his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her whereabouts aren't known as of right now. Nobody knows where she's at. Nobody knows what's going on with Cynthia. When they arrested him? When they arrested him. Yeah, they don't know what's going on with her. Oh, I thought you said she was arrested too. No, no, no. Okay, so Birch was arrested. Okay. His wife and him, but Cynthia was just not in the picture. Oh, okay. His mom. Okay. She's gone. Okay. The house has been deemed uninhabitable and then was later demolished. Uh, The empty lot is up for sale and still currently is up for sale. Oh. They demolished the house. Oh. So, like, they arrested them. They deemed it unfit for human occupancy, yeah. and they had to demolish okay. it. Okay. Because right. there were cages with, like, animal oh, no. carcasses. There was blood on the walls, shit on the gross, walls, gross, piss gross, gross. everywhere. Okay. Like, it was just... So, as of, like, 2021, the house, the lot's still for sale? Let me... Yeah. Um, it was reported in 2015 that neighbor Stephen and Vicky Brewer had acquired the empty lot. So, oh. okay, I guess not. Yeah. It's fucked. This place was fucking disgusting. Yeah, it sounds like it. And he was fucking insane. I mean, honestly, certifiably insane. So, his 2010 run in with a law prompted a judge to order a mental health evalu- evaluation for Algarod. Psycholo- psychiatrists interviewed him to determine whether he was capable of even going through like the trial process Mm -hmm. so they diagnosed him um oh hold on so he had confessed that he has an excessive drinking habit and said that he didn't breathe more than once a year he didn't bathe he didn't bathe more than once a year because what's the point in the one time (laughs) he was under the impression that like if he were to clean himself that it would break down his body's like defense system like his natural like how to fight disease and shit so psychiatrists concluded that algarod suffered from schizophrenia agoraphobia and alcoholism so agoraphobia that's one where you don't want to leave a crib Uh uh-huh you want to just be yeah you don't want to be around people outside well you don't be outside and so the agoraphobia added to his depression and caused him to turn alcohol to cope nonetheless they said that he was treating his conditions with medication and deemed him fit to aid in his own defense. So he stood trial. Okay. For these buried fake, these dudes. Did he have an attorney? Were, he had a court, a court appointed. Okay. Attorney. Yeah. 
After being arrested, Algarod, Birch, and Matlock, those were the three people that were they linked to the murder. Uh, they were moved to Central Prison, Riley, in May 2015. They were, I, they didn't flow. I didn't understand what you were saying. After being arrested, Algarod, Birch, and Matlock were detained in prison. Algarod was then moved to Central Prison in Riley, May 2015, on a safekeeping order. Okay. Owing to his mental health okay. status. Wow, okay. So... They're still awaiting trial at this point, and October 28th, 2015, he was found unresponsive in his cell with a wound to his arm. What? Attempts to resuscitate him failed, and he was pronounced dead at the scene. What the fuck? Officials said that he died of severe blood loss caused by a deep wound to a major blood vessel in his left arm and ruled his death as an apparent suicide. That's uneventful. Yeah... It was more the whole thing than just the... Yeah. You know? Uh, so No, I mean that we didn't get to, like... Yeah, he didn't get to be served justice. Yeah, like, figure out, like, maybe why or who, they who were, or what or, what, or yeah, how or... Exactly. I mean, it's just like, what? So, Algarod is survived by an alleged son with his ex-girlfriend. According to a Facebook user, Algarod was briefly engaged to a woman but wasn't part of their lives. Uh, last <sighs> known whereabouts of Cynthia were unclear... Uh, and still are to this point. That's his mama. Yeah. Who probably, I mean, dude, like if you see pictures of this guy, he's, he looks, I mean, it's, he's got lines and all this crazy shit tattooed all over his face. He had Satan down the fucking side of his arm Ooh. and they were just fucking this house up. They were, I mean, they, I mean, and he killed people. I mean, he was deep into the Satanist shit. Yeah. I'm going to do You're going to do a quick um, Google on what's him? What's his name again? Oh, Pizazu. Oh Algarra. my God. What? I just pulled up my Google. I didn't even type it. What the fuck, bro? I didn't even type it. I what just put up my fuck, Google bro? to search Google, it. Google, stop. Well, at least Google listens to the podcast. That is Maybe because it's on the browser on the computer. I don't know. No, probably because you were saying it right by my phone. That's wild. That is... I don't want that shit on my phone. Oh, no. You see... He's terrible looking. Yeah, man. He's we'll post we'll post pictures of him oh, all no. over, on all of our social medias. And again, if you guys haven't joined the group and the house, Ugh. oh the house. Yeah, he had like crazy shit, like hail Satan and shit, like painted on the house. And how did he get a girlfriend? I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, all right. So, uh, prosecutor said that the two men were shot dead by Algarad and Birch each killing one of the men and then buried them in their backyard. Uh, in 2017, both Birch and Matlock pleaded guilty and were convicted for the roles in their murders. Algarad died without giving closure to his alleged victims' families. At the time of his death, Welter and Welch's family were still awaiting answers as to why the men were killed. And that is a quick little primer on John Alexander Lawson. Oh. Boom. Terrible dude. Yeah. Terrible dude. Um, Yikes. And so go check out the documentary on Viceland. Yeah, well, we're going to have to watch it now because now I want to know everything. Yeah, I'm sure that I kind of just hit the broad strokes. I'm sure there were a lot more details. And I'm sure there's podcasts and other resources. Yeah, it's uh, not I'm who I was happy to be here. Of. You know what I mean? I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to keep up. You know, no, that's, stories. that's, that's, <laughs> I didn't know anything about him. Yeah, it's I was at, When you first said face tattoos, there's this other really bad big guy that i that i haven't looked into uh -huh. that i know like a lot of podcasts touch on 
um, that has a lot of crazy face tattoos. That, yeah. But I haven't um, don't know much about him, so I, that's why I wasn't sure because I didn't know the name. But. It was between telling this story and the story of another guy who signed up for a fertility study mm-hmm. and ended up fathering like a shitload of kids. Oh, wow. So we'll see if that's any. Yeah. We'll see if that's worth telling. I'm gonna yeah. that next time. Oh, so that guy sucks. I mean, I know I kind of brushed over a lot. I don't know, it kind of went kind of quick, but I can't impress to you like how wild this guy looked. No, and his I, whole yeah. his whole shit was just terrible, and Ugh. he obviously was suffering from mental health issues. But he yeah. killed people. He was into these crazy. He would he started at a young age like sacrificing animals and like killing animals. And then and I stuff. wonder why he ended up inevitably committing suicide though. Yeah. You know, I, it's probably everything compiled, and he sure. had he had crazy depression. And he's in prison, awaiting trial for murder. Woof. Shit, man. Well, good job. Oh, hey, thanks. <laughs> All right, now it's my that's turn. Not, that's one I drink. did not know about. I'm gonna yeah, I'm kind of like out of alien stories right now. So, like, <laughs> if y'all could, if y'all could get abducted by aliens a little bit, so I have some more shit to talk about. Because <laughs> all of it at this point, like aliens and all those conversations, get really fringe. And it's just like, come on, yeah, yeah, well, come yeah. on, yeah. So uh, you just got to throw in a just got throw scary in a guy, <laughs> scary Satanist, um, chiseled down tooth killer, murderer, having ass, yeah. Yikes! So big shout out to Ryan Wesley Jones for sending me the the nod to that story so I could cover it. Yeah, awesome. That's so great. Thanks, brah. Okay. All right. So, ow. I keep what hitting happened? my elbow on that thing. I have moved some shit around here. It's very cluttered in here yeah. right now. Okay. So are you ready for me to tell something? Yes, quite ready. Well, do you see my socks? Oh, yes. The nightmare before Christmas. Which is what? Halloween. No. Nightmare before Christmas is... A movie? A Disney movie? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going back to... Di- we're doing Disney again? We're doing Disneyland! Disneyland! <laughs> <laughs> So I thought that the incident in last episode I did, if you guys didn't listen to it, uh, I did incidents at Disney yeah. World. And I found, you know, Disneyland was the first park. It opened first. And that's Disneyland in California. Yes. Disney World. Is in Flor- Orlando. Yeah, Florida. Yeah. Okay. Which I've never been to. And I was like, you know what? I want to cover some I've, stuff that happens. I've always wanted A, to go to Disneyland and B, go to California. Yeah, I've I've been to California, but I've always wanted to go to Disneyland. Yeah, I've never been, but I found that there's a lot more like intense things that happen in Disneyland. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was like, she's coming through for a part two. Kind of. Come on, yeah. Buddy. Well done. I hope that's okay. Especially I mean, it's at, free content after your um, gruesome satanist sort of not fun. murder. I mean, yeah. he was rubbing poop on the walls. Yeah. Ugh. Sorry about it, but. I had a few people tell me that they really enjoyed the Disney World one, so... Yeah, there were a lot of people reached out. I thought, well, let's do Disneyland. Boom. So, we're going to get right into it. But I thought I'd start... I'm going to do it this one a little differently. Okay. And uh, so I'm going to start with, like, a little bit of a background of, like, what, you know, Disneyland, how it got started and stuff. Yeah, 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 I've never been, and I don't really know anything about Disneyland, so... Disneyland Park, originally Disneyland, is the first of two theme parks built at the Disneyland Resort in Anaheim, California. Okay. It opened July 17th in 1955, and it's the only theme park designed and built to completion under the direct supervision of Walt Disney. So that was his shit. Yes. Like, Okay. Yeah. He did not make it around for uh, Disney World. 
What a, what a Elon Musk motherfucker. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's We're crazy. We're going to build a park. It's crazy. I mean, it's it's wild. The it's whole so story wild. is so crazy. It was originally the only attraction on the property. Its official name was changed to Disneyland Park to distinguish it from the expanding complex in the 1990s. Because it was just Disneyland. Okay. So then they made it Disneyland Park because it has multiple places to go now, just like Disney World. Right, so. right, 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 right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and it was the first Disney theme park. Uh, Walt Disney came up with the concept of Disneyland after visiting various amusement parks with his daughters in 1930s and the 1940s. I'm just like, what if I just put my shit all over this? So he initially envisioned building a tourist attraction adjacent to his studios in Burbank to entertain fans who wished to visit. However, he soon realized that that proposed site was way too small and was not going to work so he hired a consultant to help him determine an appropriate site for his project and he bought uh 160 acres an 160 acre site near anaheim in 1953 so construction began in 1954 and the park was unveiled during a special televised press event wow on the abc television network on july 17 1955 which I did not know. So when did they break ground? 1950? They started in 1954. And they opened and in 1955? opened in 1955. Holy shit. They were busy. Yeah. It um, estimated 70 million people tune in to watch Big this. numbers. Big yeah, and it was like, numbers. At the time, it, there was like 160 million people and then 70 million. Like, wow. So like everybody. Yeah. And it was co-hosted by Ronald Reagan. Damn. Yeah. Um. Because he, he was a TV star, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, some fun little facts that... Okay, so apparently the the opening uh-huh. of Disneyland was, like, really terrible. Oh, no, like, they weren't ready? They weren't ready. Oh, no. And buddy. so, uh, there was a whole history article, like, on history.com that I read. But I was just, just going to touch on a few little things that I thought sure. were interesting. So, it was overloaded with party crashers. Right on the when it opened, the theme park expected a crowd of fifteen thousand people at the invitation only opening. Sure, which is a lot. That's a too, lot, yeah. For, you know, however, twenty eight thousand one hundred fifty four passed through Disneyland's gates thanks to counterfeit tickets. Ooh. Can you fathom that would never happen? Today. No. See, that's why Disney's all about their money. They learn their lessons. Yeah. You know what else is crazy is that a few more people even scaled the fence. Using ladder, a ladder. They broke in. Well, it was it's chaos. But the ladder was made by a makeshift entrepreneur who charged five dollars a head for people to get it to get over to get this in. This is my motherfucker, right Isn't there. Isn't that nuts? It's crazy that there would be such anarchy mm-hmm. to go to a theme park. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, I mean, and Disney, it just wasn't like. Who's this guy opened a theme park? He was Walt Disney. He, had, he was huge. We had, you know, his, all the movies. He already started doing. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, uh, reported by the Associated Press said, quote, probably for the first time in his career, Disney disappointed thousands of youngsters. Ooh. Yeah. And for years after, Disneyland workers referred to the opening day as Black Sunday. Nuh-uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the worst day in my fucking life. But. You don't know anything about it. Yeah, and there was, it. like, a bunch of stuff, like, about, like, the asphalt on Main Street, like, ended up being, like, it got really got hot, hot. And, like, goopy, yeah. and women's heels were getting, like, stuck in it. Like, um, a bunch of the rides were not open for the kids, and they were all super bummed out. Like, they would go, and, you know, a bunch of people were waiting in line and yeah, forever. Yeah, they did it in a fucking year. Yeah, can you, 
like what? I mean, it's not everything it is today, but it was still a large. Sure, theme it was a park. theme park, right? Yeah, but it only took seven weeks for attendance to surpass one million visitors a wow. week, and it, the theme yeah. park very soon surpassed the Grand Canyon and Yellowstone National Park in popularity. Whoa! Yeah, we should go that. We should go to all those places. We've never been to any of those places. I haven't been to any of those places. I've been to the Grand Canyon. Really? Yeah. Man. That's it. Yeah, I've been to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like... Of course I have. Sounds like you would, I would remember something like that, right? Yeah, it's just the Grand Canyon. Okay, so Disneyland Park consists of nine themed lands and a number of concealed backstage areas. Sick. And occupies over 100 acres with uh, the new addition of Mickey and Minnie's Runway Railway that's coming to Mickey's Toontown in 2022. That was so, a lot right there. Yeah. The park opened with Main Street, USA, Adventureland, Frontierland, Fantasyland, and Tomorrowland. It opened like that? Uh-huh. Wow. And has since added a uh, new Toontown in 1993 and then Star Wars Galaxy Edge in 2019. Okay. And in 1957, they opened Holidayland to the public, which was a nine-acre recreation area, including a circus and a baseball diamond. Huh. But it was closed in late 1961 and is apparently often referred to as the lost land of Disneyland. That's the coolest shit you said so far. So, fun little. That's dope. And so then before I get into, like, some shit that goes down. All I the thought... bad. Build the fantasy up a little bit more for me. <laughs> no, actually, this I found this so interesting. Disneyland has actually only had six unscheduled closures. And the whole time they've been open. Wow. So they've, they've had scheduled closers. They've got six unscheduled. So the six are in 1963, following the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Sure. They closed. Yeah. Death of a president. Don't yeah. 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 In 1970, due to an anti-Vietnam riot instigated by the Youth International Party. Okay. I don't know how that would have affected them, but okay. In 1987, on December 16th, due to a winter storm. Which okay. Is it was very, very rare. Very rare. Yeah. yeah. In 1994, for inspection after the Northridge earthquake. Okay. Um, in 2001, after the September 11th attacks. Makes sense. Yeah. And um, actually, and I think I read when I did Florida, they actually, they didn't even have to close because of the time difference. Uh-huh. Like, Disney World had to be evacuated. Disneyland hadn't even opened. They just didn't open Whoa. for, for 9-11. Wow. Because that changed a lot for... Security, Security for Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. And then in 2020, in response to COVID-19 pandemic. Wow. The park closed on March 14th, 2020. Yeah. Everywhere fucking. We closed. At the distillery but it's just like, it's, it's weird to be a part of one of the mass, the regions, yeah. they, reasons they have had to close. Like, yeah. You know? I mean, don't get it fucked up. We live in some crazy historic yeah. times. Yeah. Our kids are going to be asking us like what we were doing. And we were saying, well, we'll. What did you do during COVID? Well, mostly we drank. <laughs> They're going to like, just go listen to our podcast, kids. No, yeah. don't. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> We've done three episodes since COVID. They've so been, been going through like old boxes. Like, why do you have the, all these weird masks? <laughs> are, also, are we just going to like, Is it, what are you going to do with your mask? I I, I heard that a state, I think today on a radio show that they think that people will are absolutely going to continue to wear their masks after it's not quite like yeah, required to. I or think whatever. that I'll wear my mask for a good little while out in public. First of all, cause it makes me look like I am a superhero <laughs> or a ninja, uh, which is my main motivation. Also, it's just like, it's not over yet, but oh, yeah. when it's really over, like when it's cool, we should host like a bonfire and like, 
Because we're all going to have so oh, many masks. I know. I was, I, but it's almost a novelty. You almost want to keep yeah. it. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I've been thinking about that for weeks and weeks, honestly. It's like, what am I going to do with my mask? Like, like, I, I feel like, like a bonfire would be cool, but I also feel like, do I need to keep it? As- not like the throwaway, like, like paper ones that yeah, you can just no, get like any time but like for... the one like my mom has bought me like so many disney ones you have so many yeah you might as well keep wearing them because they're going to be a fashion <laughs> oh anyway sorry man okay so thousands of people have been injured at disneyland oh buddy and a handful of them have also lost they lost their lives lost their lost lives. lives yeah lost their lives so as of 2018, over 726 million people have visited the park since it opened. That's a fucking lie. And I think they, they, I tried to find how many people have visited since 2021, but I think they do it after so many years and since they've been shut down for fucking ever. Yeah, it's 17. Yeah. 17 people have gone. Well, no, I mean, I, I wanted to know if that 726, how much it had increased since yeah. 2018, but I couldn't find it. Okay, so I'm going to start with, on November 27th, 2009, a computer glitch on It's a Small World left a quadriplegic man, Oh no, Jose Martinez, stranded on the ride for 40 minutes. Oh, no. Disney was able to immediately evacuate all of the passengers except for Martinez and his wife. Um, So Martinez sued Disney for not having proper procedures in place to evacuate people with disabilities. Yep. He also claimed that the blaring music exasperated his medical condition. Sure. So he's like, you know, it's a small world. For fucking 40 after. minutes? Yeah, I mean, it's bad enough. It's fucking one torture, the, dog. Yeah. What's really terrible is that after leaving the ride, Disney employees pushed his wheelchair to a first aid tent where he was subjected to a personal performance of It's a Small World by Mickey Mouse. Oh, what? Apparently, yeah. He told reporters that, quote, it was like insult to injury. And on March 26, 2013, a jury awarded Martinez $8,000 for enduring the torturous experience. Wow. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what? Why Why was that Mickey act- character actor so bad at reading the room, though? Also, I've never met Mickey at a park where he actually talked. He always just makes, like, like, yeah. the, like the big foam, like, characters with the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they don't ever talk, but I don't know. Maybe that, in his instance, that, that happened. He said it. Who knows, buddy? All right, next I'm going to talk about um, August of 2000. Disneyland Space Mountain roller coaster made a violent emergency stop when a wheel assembly came loose from one of the cars. Oh, shit. The initial report suggested that the accident only caused minor injuries to nine passengers. Okay. An Anaheim fire captain claims that the park deliberately concealed the full extent of the accident Ooh. and the resulting injuries. Uh-huh. Others, um, other firefighters reportedly heard Disney security officers congratulating themselves for keeping the details off of emergency radios. What the fuck? But apparently about a year later, the shit started to come out. Truth started coming out. That's that's stressful. Yeah. Jonathan Woodcock and his wife, Julie, filed a lawsuit against Disneyland in 2001 because Jonathan suffered 13 bulging discs. Holy shit. Nerve damage down his spine, broken teeth, and a dislocated jaw. Jesus, uh-huh. he got fucked up. She, Julie, had two herniated discs and suffered permanent damage to a hip, knee, and sh- shoulder. Oh my, permanent damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. State officials said that I'm if- I'm never going back to Disney. <laughs> this is Disneyland. <laughs> uh, state officials said that if the same accident occurred today, there would be a full-blown investigation. Wow. And that one comes from Disney- DisneyWikia.com is where that one came from. Cool. 
All right, now we're going to get a little more brutal. Buddy, I was waiting for it. Yeah. I feel like when I was looking up Disney World, it was more like incidents and not like, and then I went to Disneyland and it was like death. And I was like, this person got their dick cut off. Well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So they were pretty much good to go from like 1955 until 1964. Uh, Okay. In May of 1964 was when they had their first death. Death. Yeah. Fuck. A 15-year-old boy named Mark Maples from Long Beach, California, was killed while riding on the Matterhorn bobsled. Oh, no. Yeah. So you're really supposed to keep your arms and your legs and your body, like, very much inside of this when you're riding this thing. Okay? Especially in the fucking 60s. Yeah, right? So the 15-year-old, either him or a friend, we don't know. Oh, no. Unbuckled his seatbelt just as the ride approached the top of the mountain. While the ride came coming down the hill, he stood up, lost his balance, was thrown out of the car, and landed on the track below. Oh, fuck. Yeah. The accident broke his ribs, caused several internal injuries, and fractured his skull. And he actually never regained consciousness and died three days later. Jesus. Yeah. I hope, like, I don't like that you even put in there that it could have been a friend because, like, you know, that friend is, like, still. But he also stood up. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. I most likely think it was probably him. Yeah, so, probably. Yeah. Um, okay. In now I'm going to, I'm going to kind of go in order of, like, date from 60s up. Sure, yeah. now. In June of 1966, 19-year-old Thomas Guy Cleveland from Northridge, California, was killed while attempting to sneak into Disneyland. This is brutal. Oh, buddy. So he managed to climb over the park's 16-foot fence, uh-huh. which was on a grad night, which I hear multiple... Th- I think they used to do this thing where, like, grads would be able to get into the parks. I don't know. Like, it was, like, a specific day or time for them. I didn't look it up. If you guys know, let me know what the heck a grad night is. Um, He got up onto the monorail track okay so he was planning on like the monorail that led into the park so he's planning like jumping down inside to get inside the park from there right and a security guard did notice him um but there was also did, a monorail did him? he know he saw him on the thing and there was a monorail making its way along the track coming at 25 miles per hour oh, right so the guard takes, shouted at him to watch out for the pro- approaching monorail. So Thomas jumped and landed on a fiberglass canopy beneath the track. But the canopy didn't have enough clearance. And the underside of the monorail struck him and dragged his body 30 to 40 feet down the track. Holy fuck. Yeah. By the time the monorail had made a stop, his body was like in pieces. I mean, you know those guys. That's twenty five miles an hour, like, and it's a big machine. Like being on a, it's like ran over by. So when you see, he so he jumped on the campy, and the rails are going up like, over he, top of him. Yeah, he like jumped down. So and like it, caught his fucking face. I guess. Probably. Christ. Yeah. Gnarly. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. So Disneyland is metal as fuck. All of a sudden. Moving on to August nineteen sixty seven, Ricky Lee Yama, a seventeen year old Hawthorne, California resident. Um, died when he did not regard, you know, disregarded the safety instructions, and he got out of this his people mover car as the ride was passing through a tunnel, where he then slipped as he was jumping from car to car, 
He was trying to like be sure. you know cheeky, and he was crushed to death beneath the wheels of unco- oncoming cars. Oh, yeah. The ride apparently had to be taken down to remove his body. His body. I hope, I hope there was nobody in the other car. I bet there was. Ugh. I'm certain there were probably other people there. Yikes. Okay. So yeah, that's another death. Which like that. Imagine like, witnessing something like, like that. Like both. Of- I'd never go to a theme park again in my life. Yeah. I mean, honest to God, I wouldn't. Which, I mean, all three of those so far are their faults. Yeah. Seemingly, yeah. They're not following the rules. Like, yeah. That's why there's yeah. no, like... And then they got... Disney got sued. Because, like, they, they were... You can get up and jump from a thing to thing yeah. on a moving track. Yeah. Or jump on a monorail. It's like getting on a railroad yeah, track. It's like, stand po- by me or they're whatever. They're so powerful. Yeah. These machines are so powerful. It's crazy. Oh, okay. So, June 1973, Bogdan Delirot... An 18-year-old Brooklyn resident drowned trying to swim across the rivers of America. So him and his 10-year-old brother uh, managed to stay on Tom Sawyer Island past past its closing. They climbed um, the fence separating the island from the burning settler's cabin and, like, posted up and, like, stayed there so they didn't know they were still there. Sure. When they decided to leave the island for a few hours, they chose to swim across the river rather than, obviously call attention you know to themselves to their, yeah breaking the rules and getting cast members for help so um the younger brother did not know how to swim oh no so the 18 year old um bogdan tried to carry him on his back as he swam to shore and um he went down like halfway through the river and um didn't come back up and so, but the younger boy actually remained afloat by dog paddling until a ride operator hauled him um, on the boat. Holy yeah. shit. Uh, the 18 year old Bogdan was nowhere to be found and his body was not located by searchers until the next morning. Jeez. So he like drowned trying to save his little brother. Yeah. Well, they shouldn't have been out there in the first place. Oh, no. And he, they, sad. No, they were sad. just kids being dumb. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Disney uh, unveiled the America Sings attraction in the summer of 1974. Okay. The um, it's a really docile attraction, which is a rotating theater and singing robot animals. Sure, kind of like the president one at Disney World, where the president. That one rotate. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Think I so. hate that ride. So. Yeah, it's whack. So boring. Why? 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 Why would you want to go there? And watch that? <laughs> I don't understand it. Um. On July 8th, 1974, nine days after it opened, 18-year-old hostess was killed at the end of the 1030 show. Um, They still don't really know what went wrong. It's still kind of a mystery to this day. But somehow, um, her name was Deborah Stone, got stuck near a moving theater wall and was crushed against a stationary Ah! wall as the show rotated back at its starting position. Fuck! The audience heard her screaming. Oh my god! But it was like too late. I mean, they can't obviously, do, do yeah, yeah. She suffered a gruesome death before operators arrived at the scene. Um, the accident was resolved with a small settlement between Disneyland and her parents. Safety lights were installed, and the walls of the theater were redesigned so that they could break away in similar situations. Sure. And then by 1988, the attraction was officially shut down. Wow! What a terrible way to die. So sad. Okay, moving on to uh, June 7th, 1980. Gerardo Gonzalez, a recent San Diego high school graduate, was killed on the People Mover in an accident 
very much like the one I just told you about Ricky Lee Yama, the one oh, who was no. jumping from yeah, the Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, this was... So in the early morning hours of a grad night celebration, so there's like another time it's mentioned. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I should have looked it up. Was climbing from car to car as the people mover entered the super speed tunnel adjacent to the former America Sings building. He stumbled and fell onto the track. Oh, no. Yeah, this one's way worse than the other guy. An oh, oncoming no, no. train of cars crushed him beneath its wheels and dragged his body a few hundred feet before being stopped by a ride operator. Oh, my God. You, uh, so brutal. Can you brutal, fucking brutal, brutal. fathom? Like being on the ride, being the person being, that being has the oper- to stop any, the operation. Any, any piece in the puzzle. <laughs> the person who oh, Jesus. Gets, who follows you just spilled red wine. All over You're very myself. passionate about that. Can you pause that? Okay, sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> um, okay, now we're at June 4th, 1983. Okay. I don't know exactly how to say this guy's last name. I'm going to try my best. Philip Strahan? Strahan? It's got a G in it, though, so it's going to be Strahan. I feel like you nailed Strahan. it. An 18-year-old Albuquerque, New Mexico student also drowned in the rivers of America. Don't and, go swimming in the rivers of America. Also at a grad night incident. Huh. I wonder if that's like just something that they I do. I think like, it was probably something they did and there wasn't a, as much supervision maybe yeah, or like, you know, probably. like there was probably more leisurely or something. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I'll look it up at some point. So Philip and a friend, they were both celebrating their graduations um, as well as Philip's 18th birthday sure. and had been drinking quite heavily. Same. So they snuck into um a cast member's only area along the river and untied an inflatable rubber maintenance motorboat. <laughs> oh, uh, no. They decided to take it for a joyride around the river, um, but they were uh, unable to adequately control the boat, and they struck a rock near Tom Sawyer, Tom Sawyer Island where Philip was thrown into the water. Fuck. And he just didn't he just drowned. come back up. Yeah. His friend went back to shore to try to get help, Um but he he drowned long before they could sure. know, find him. He was found like a couple hours later. That's terrible. Yeah, they were probably it was his 18th shit- birthday. Yeah, too. they were probably shit faced. He graduated and it was like that's sad. Oh, buddy. So January third, nineteen eighty four, Dolly Young, a forty eight year old Fremont, California resident, was killed on the Matterhorn in an incident very similar to the first Disneyland guest death that I talked about. But her, um, you know. Uh, the very first one, death was also the matter on the matter, the bobsleds. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. About two thirds of the way down the mountain, Dolly was thrown from her seat into the path of an oncoming bobsled. Uh, her head and chest became pinned beneath its wheels. Jesus. Yeah. An examination of Dolly's sled revealed that her seatbelt was not fastened at the time of the accident, but because she was riding um, alone. In the rear car of a sled, no one could determine whether or not she did it deliberately or if it just was came unfastened or wasn't fastened Why correctly. would she do it deliberately? Well, like the other kid did. The first kid. You know? He, yeah. he wanted to stand up or whatever. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. So, moving on to December 24th, nineteen. I never want to ride another roller coaster. <laughs> ever again. Yeah, well. Uh, all these people were doing things that they should not have been doing, for the most part. For sure. Okay. So we're talking Christmas Eve, 1998. 
Okay. Uh, a Disneyland cast member and two guests were injured when a rope used to secure the sailing ship Columbia as it docked on the rivers of America tore loose the metal cleat to which it was attached. The cleat sailed through the air and struck the heads of two guests who were waiting to board the ship. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Luan Fee Dawson, 33, of Duval, Washington, and his wife Liu Thuy Vuong, 43. I feel like you nailed it. Trying. Dawson was declared brain dead two days later and died when his life support system was disconnected. Oh, my God. Yeah, this accident... Disneyland has murked some people, ...was bro. the first guest death in Disneyland's history that was not attributable to any negligence on the part of the guests. This, we're just now getting there. Uh-huh. I first of all just want to say that I think that Disney's legal team is probably so on oh point. Oh, my God. Of course they are. So, the, yeah. the, you know what I mean? Yeah. So this actually prompted a movement for greater government oversight of theme park operations and safety procedures. Sure. And it actually resulted in a $20 million settlement. What? Yeah. Disney was pissed. Not that in 1998 they didn't have it, but I mean, still. it was That's a lot. That's a lot of money, especially in 98. Even now, yeah. I mean, it's fucking 20 years later. More than. (laughs) On September 22nd, 2000... A four-year-old named Brandon Zucker um, fell out of a taxi cab on Disneyland's Roger Rabbit cartoon spin ride. Oh, buddy. I hate the way they, this is, like, described. He was folded in half when another vehicle rolled over him. Fuck! Yeah. Um, so emergency personnel got him out about ten minutes later, um, but he'd already gone into cardiac arrest. Oh, buddy. And so they did <clears throat> resuscitation. Yeah. Um, he suffered serious injuries and irreversible brain damage. He never spoke or walked again after this accident. Fuck. That's um, and then after like a very painful struggle that lasted years, he ended up dying on January 26, 2009. So it was like nine years later. That's a terrible story. I know. The State Division of Occupational Safety and Health determined that Disneyland employees failed to properly secure Brandon's lap bar and ordered the park to make safety changes to the ride. And Disney ended up settling out of court with um, his family, but did not assume legal responsibility for the accident. Damn. I know. Their legal team is so solid. I know. It's such a bummer, though, right? I don't know why you're telling me all these stories a couple of days before you go to Disney. Hey, this is Disneyland! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to, like, put my hands out or stand up. And I'm don't not, stand up. I'm not a little child that's going to slip out, right? One time, I went to a theme park... And we were in the water park, mm-hmm. and uh, it was me and my brother-in-law, Stephen, and there was a slide that we kept going down on a raft, uh-huh. and I stopped myself <gasps> on the slide just to see if I could, because we had been no, talking about why it. why would you do that? I don't know. Did you get plummeted by the next person? No, because they don't send somebody until you, so I fucking, and so I did it, and then I couldn't get myself started again. I couldn't oh get God. going, so I had to fucking like paddle your way all paddle the way down. My, and it was a long slide. I got they fucking were so pissed. They didn't do anything to us, but they were just like, 
Look at because it, it took me fucking ten minutes to come down the slide, and there's people in line. Oh and all my the, god! I swear to God, yeah. Did, it was was crazy. Steven coming down before you or after? Yeah, you? Steven was behind me, and he was just he was ahead of me, and he was just like because we were both talking about trying to do it, but I pulled it off because I was like, stop. Why my, would you want to do that? I don't know. The I was fun a of the ride is the build up momentum. I know I'm a fucking dingus. <laughs> I was a terrible kid. I would think with the running water, you would be able to get I going again. I couldn't. I fucking tried everything I could. I could How not old get moving. Were you? Man, probably. 14 <laughs> oh my god 14 15 that's funny stupid jeez and that's a, that's a tale from back in the day <laughs> okay so moving along september 5th 2003 a car on the big thunder mountain railroad partially derailed and the crash Fuck that it ended up killing 22 year old marcelo torres and injured another 10 passengers Park staff actually noticed unusual sounds coming from the train, but no maintenance was done on the seemingly broken ride. Oh, motherfuckers. Yeah, it turns out that a mechanical or a mechanic didn't tighten a couple of bolts or attach boats, (laughs) a couple of bolts or attach a safety wire to the wheel assembly. So this allowed the train to separate from the track. Fuck off. Yeah. The state ordered Disneyland to retrain its maintenance workers. But then a month after the ride reopened, two trains crashed during a test run. Nobody was in it because it was a test run. Okay, good, good. But um, the, so then the state ordered Disneyland to retrain their workers yet again. Um, yeah. In a confidential settlement with the Torres family, Disney was forced to admit responsibility for the incident. So that was another Got one that em. was their fault. That time, motherfuckers. So then... Um, as of 2020, March 13th, 2020, the park closed in response to COVID-19. Yeah. And the governor's stay-at-home order was issued a week later, and they have been closed. Ever since? Ever since. Oh, wow. They still have not reopened. I, I didn't realize they hadn't reopened. I saw an article that I clicked on that I forgot to read that said something about um, their, like, plan to do, like, a, a mini yeah. reopen. Yeah. Sometime soon. Sure. So, I don't know. We'll see if that happens. I mean... They're trying to shut down Florida again, so I don't even know how. If I don't have them while you're there, I'm going to be pissed. (laughs) So I'm just going to end with um, a couple character costume incidences because I thought those were funny. Yeah, right. So everybody died on rides. I think this is one of your first part twos. You you did the other one with the uh, the food. Oh, the first last last meal. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's a part two, but it's a different park. Oh. So it's technically... But I guess it is kind of a park, park two. two. Park two. <laughs> that was actually park one. <laughs> okay. In 1976, an unidentified woman sued Disney Parks Corporation because she claimed that one of the three little pigs at the It's a Small World attraction grabbed and fondled her. She claimed wow. to have gained 50 pounds as a result of the incident. Oh, from the trauma. Uh-huh. And sued Disney for $150,000 in damages. For assault and battery, false imprisonment, and humiliation. Good for her. The plaintiff dropped charges after Disney's lawyers presented her with a photo of the costume, which had only inoperable stub arms, a common feature among the shorter characters that was eliminated in later years. Uh, so it couldn't have fucking It couldn't have, yeah. Well, I guess the stubs touched me. <laughs> I don't know why I gained the 50 pounds. I really like donuts. In 1978, it was alleged that an employee playing Winnie the Pooh slapped a child (laughs) (laughs) 
and cause bruising, reoccurring headaches, and possible brain damage. Oh, fuck. Yeah, this just gets really silly, though. The worker testified that the girl was tugging at his costume from behind. When he turned around, he accidentally struck the girl in her ear. At one point, the employee entered the courtroom after a recess wearing the poo costume. Stop it. And responded to questions while on the witness stand as poo was. (laughs) Why would that be necessary? Including dancing a jig <laughs> why would that be necessary <laughs> that is the dumb- <laughs> imagine being on that jury yeah no no this is great so appearing as poo showed the jury that the costumes arms were too low to the ground to slap a girl of the victim's height the jury Ooh. acquitted the worker after deliberating for 21 minutes wow that's so silly <laughs> okay and then lastly i'm gonna end on in 2007 a 30 second video that you can find on YouTube, surfaced showing an employee in a Pluto costume chasing a child on Main Street <laughs> who had kicked or otherwise harassed him. Pluto is seen chasing the child before being confronted by an adult who pushes Pluto to the ground. After a shouting Stop. match, Pluto, That's amazing, bro. Pluto left the scene with his hands up and no further incidents were reported. <laughs> No, I'm sorry, bro. Okay, all right, all right, all right. That's all right. hilarious. I can just see that. Like, I can see them running down the street. <laughs> that's so funny. So, yeah, I guess that's my, like, part two. But I wanted to touch on Disneyland because there were so many more, like, crazy ride deaths. heinous, comparatively. Yeah, yeah, which was inevitably what I was going to do first and then ended up doing Disney World first. So. Yeah. Well, good job, And bud. there's still so many incidents well, there's other parks, too. I mean, there's so many parks. Touch on at disneyland yeah. and disney world so. so you're saying there's there's room for a part three. Oh, if y'all want it i won't do it i won't do one two three i won't no, do you like to get that. their head chopped off next yeah episode. I'll, I'll probably do something pretty brutal next <laughs> <laughs> well folks uh thank you so much for listening yeah this has been episode 62 of we drink and we know things uh if you have suggestions or you want to tell us that you hate the Disney edition and you hate the, <laughs> I don't know, anything What a else, weird approach you're <laughs> then taking. Then you tell us, we'll stop. It, email us at wedrinkandwenowthingspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, hit us up on all the socials, man. And please, if, if you have the ability to review or uh, rate yes, us. Yes, please, Wherever please you do. listen to podcasts. Good reviews. Fucking do it. Um, please. Mm-hmm. Also, join the group. We drink and we know things podcast on Facebook. Yeah, we're having a good time posting in that. Yeah, we're doing a lot of memery. There's a lot of memeries. And that's pretty that's much what I fucking it. got, man. Yeah, that's probably it. We're gonna run our mouths for a good little while. Yeah. Alright, folks, we'll see you guys next <laughs> week, man. <laughs> kill for, it. We can kill it. Thanks for listening. Uh, bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye.